This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I've been getting it wrong all day. I got it wrong yesterday. got it wrong the day before. Uh, Paul Stasny's first goal of the series was not the first goal of the series. It was the first goal of game two. There's, you have no idea how many times I have said that he scored the first goal and the last goal of the series. Maybe it's because, I don't know, all the games run together. I they don't do. know how it is uh, for somebody playing. Uh, but Paul Stasny joins us on the Adam Gold Show. Man, I made it sound, I mean, so much sexier than it is. But is there anything sexier than a series-ending overtime goal? How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Oh, they're always nice. It's always nice to put the other team away. Sometimes it's better at home, but on the road it's just as nice because it quiets down the crowd and the guys all have a happy flight home. When you scored the goal, have you seen the video of the goal? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. So, what? I mean, it's not a goal that if you're Ilya Sorokin that you go, well, that's okay. Um, when you threw it out in front, what was your intent? Uh, I think when I got it, I was kind of, when you see the replay, when you watch as a casual observer, like there's not a lot of things that are open before I get the puck, everything kind of slows down. So I kind of see what I have before I get it. And once I know I don't really have a two on one in my head, I'm thinking, I'm just going to try to throw this on net, you know, not look and almost throw it and kind of surprise them and whether get a rebound or just create a little havoc. And I don't know, it's kind of an element of surprise and especially in overtime, I think everyone's always kind of plays a little hesitant. Everyone's always a little nervous. So it's always those bad angle shots that seem to create some kind of chaos or some kind of havoc. And sometimes they go in, sometimes they get us a whistle, sometimes they get us a rebound. But there's never, you know, I've played long enough to realize that, you know, you never want to waste any shots come, play, mm-hmm. come playoff time, especially come overtime. Overtime, you just never know. I mean, I watched uh, on uh, Saturday night John Tavares score off a defenseman's skate. And in, it's just, man, overtime goals are just goofy at times. Are you a are you someone that watches the other series? Yeah, I'll watch, especially if I have buddies. Like, I watched, uh, you know, some series to me, you know, like if there's a player I like watching, I'll watch those series. Um, if, sometimes I have interest in different series just based on teams I've played in the past or buddies I have. But a lot of times, yeah, I try to watch. And it's hard the first week because there's, or the first round, there's so much hockey on it. You're trying to go back and forth and change channels, and then, you know, you got the kids. and Everyone, everyone wants to watch hockey to realize there's not enough time in the day sometimes. But I always think the first-round playoffs is kind of the best best hockey, especially on TV, just double-headers every night. I mean, four. there were four games every night until we got into the middle of the second week when they kind of stretched things out so we wouldn't have conflicts for game sevens and whatnot. Um, but, I mean, you have friends... You you've been in the I'm looking at your playoff game log and you've got over a hundred playoff games. Uh, you've got friends all over the league. I do, yeah, <laughs> but I I mean just the close ones, you know, the ones I'm I'm really close with. I follow. <laughs> if I if I, I kind of I, you know it's such a small league, you kind of know someone on every single team. Right. So you know you're rooting for your buddies to do well and to be successful, and at the same time, uh, you know you yeah. <laughs> I think when you were younger, you'd, you'd be rooting against people, and then when you get older, you realize you want to be happy for your friends or your old teammates or your old teams, and you know, just a, a better kind of philosophy to live like that. Paul Stasny is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. All right, so how will you watch 
tonight? Will you watch just kind of relaxed on the couch, just taking it all in? Or will you watch like with an eye on uh, what matchups you might see and which players are doing what? No, I'll just watch regular. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll probably watch the first two periods, record it and watch the third tomorrow morning. You know, I'll, I'll go to bed early, wake up early, but uh, both teams are really good. They're both kind of like different, but you've played them so much, you know, especially these first two rounds, you kind of seems like you always play within your division. So you kind of know all these guys. So you know that whoever wins, it's going to be a tough matchup for us either way. So, um, you know, you just want to see a good hockey game as, as a fan of hockey. You just want to see game sevens be good games. And that's all you care for. So you're going to watch the first two periods live and then record the third period and go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I get up. I got kids here, you know, so you know, I got other priorities. So it's just that way. It's like I always get up early anyways, and then I can watch the third period without uh, all like fast forward through commercials. So it takes 20 minutes usually the next morning. So it's not, it's not that bad. That way, that way I go to bed at my normal time instead of trying to stay up and watch the game. That is discipline. You know, you know, you know what happens? You try to stay up and then all of a sudden they score late and then it goes to overtime and then it just keeps pushing back your bedtime later and later and later. <laughs> Well, that's that's what happens to me. Um, I I was in a way I was thankful that the Boston game was the first game because when Brandon Montour scored with just under a minute left, we had uh, we had extra hockey. Uh, so, will you be rooting for I don't know five, six, seven overtimes between the Rangers and the Devils? <laughs> I like I said, it doesn't it doesn't even matter. I think when I was younger, there'd always be teams I'd root for, hoping you play them, and then you end up losing that team. So. Now you come to the mindset where, like, whoever you play, it's going to be tough. Second round, let them beat up on each other. But I think, uh, like I said, watching that Florida-Boston game, like, mm. you couldn't ask for a better game seven. That, that that was awesome as just a fan of hockey, and that's what you want to see tonight. It's just, just a good game that whether it goes overtime or it's a one-goal game, it's just, you know, it seems you get more eyes to the TV and it just grows the game. Paul Stasny is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Uh, so you, it, it, And I've been saying this to people, it doesn't matter – whether it's the Devils or the Rangers, they're both great teams. They both have tons of offensive firepower. But which is, if you could describe the difference between playing one or the other, what is the biggest challenge against the Devils, the biggest challenge against the Rangers? Um, Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90%, give the money, and then we meet every year and go through status reports, have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. I don't know. They both have really good power plays. They both, maybe the Devils might play a faster transition game. And but then the Devils might have, or then the Rangers might have more, like five individual fire, like kind of game breakers. You know, guys that mm-hmm. that play big playoff performers. You know, whether it's a Tarasenko or Kane, where guys like that can they can steal you a game or two. And you know, when you play against players like that, it's dangerous because you know the team. You know, half team can do nothing, and then one guy could just win you a game in the playoff series. That's that's important. So, uh, yeah, like like Devils play a fast game, a transition game. You know they can come at you in waves. They're they're really fast. But then the the Rangers kind of Rangers kind of play all around where they can play that game. But at the same time they can play that physical game and they can rely on on 
their goaltender to steal them the game and, and their power play to win them the game. Yeah, we certainly saw. You you were not here last year, but we saw what Igor Shesterkin can do uh, in a playoff series. What was the biggest challenge in overcoming the Islanders? Uh, you just, I mean, knowing when you're playing them, I think before the series, you know it's going to be it's going to be physical. It's going to be tight checking. There's not going to be a lot of, of chances. You know, they they kind of always play from the back end up, and they have a lot of like two way players. So it's just you got to play patient. You got to know it's going to be like that. And then sometimes it's frustrating because you'll watch other games and they could be like, you know, seven five game back and forth. But then sometimes you'll you know we'll play Islanders. There'll be not much, and all of a sudden it's just a two one game with a power play goal difference. So you, you, every team kind of presents different challenges, and then. You know, that's what makes playoffs so hard is the first round you could play a super defensive-minded team that's going to be physical, hard to get to the net, you know, it's going to be low-scoring. And then the next round you could play a completely different team and you you got to change kind of your identity or change the way you play. So I thought we did a good job of, of being patient, knowing that it might take 60 minutes and, you know, you're not going to win any of these games in the first period. A lot of these games, it's you have to grind, grind, and kind of stick with the game and, and kind of trust the process the whole time. Real, real quick before I ask you a bigger picture question, Paul Stasny is with us here on the Adam Gold Show. And by the way, game one will be Wednesday at PNC Arena. We don't know the time yet. That'll be determined after tonight's game seven between the Rangers and Devils. After the second period, did you guys go into the locker room saying uh, that we haven't played our game yet and it's only a one-goal deficit? Did you guys feel good about your position at that point? Well, yeah, I think we felt good because Freddie was unbelievable for us. And then I, I've been in enough games where, you know, you can get dominated, but you're only down one goal and it changes real quick. And, you know, I've been on the one on the lead side and on the losing side of those games. So I just knew that, uh, you know, the, the, their mindset was they're up one. You know, we're going to give it. We were more desperate come the third period because we had to be. And then they probably sat back a bit because they had the lead. And that's just tendency. That's kind of human nature. So for us, it was more about, get to our game as quick as we can and forget about what happened the first two periods because Freddie kept us in it. <laughs> and then we just kind of went wave after wave and kind of got, got to our game. And it's just because a, we're more desperate, but B, you know, because they probably sat back with it because they had the lead. And you know, that's what, that's what happens in playoff hockey. It's hard to play aggressive all the time, especially when you're winning. It's playing losing hockey sometimes easier because you got nothing to lose and you got to play aggressive. And, you know, being one down one goal, just knew if we could score one goal, um, mm-hmm. You know, we could win the game, whether it's a third period, whether it's overtime. And, you know, like I said, all credit goes to Freddie for the way he played and kind of held us in it for the first 40 minutes. Also, Sebastian Ajo is really good after almost eating a puck. So maybe you guys should hit him in the face with a puck all the time. <laughs> no, I, I said he, he kind of, the way he plays, we kind of just, I mean, we follow his lead. He was unbelievable all series. And, you know, like not the biggest guy, but he's a strong, powerful guy. And like you said, he was. They were physical on him, and then when he took that puck in the face, and you know, you almost felt bad for him. And bad bounce, but then you know, he didn't complain about anything. He came right back and didn't shy away from anything. His game never changed. He probably got more aggressive, mm-hmm. and I think we kind of followed his lead. I've always liked angry. I call it angry. Aho is my favorite. Aho. And final thing for uh, for Paul Stasny, when you look around the locker room, and I know you guys are not processing it like, well, we should have had Max. We should have had Andre. And hopefully we'll get Tavo Teravainen back at some point, but it's not the same roster you guys thought you would have at this point in the season. Is there some element of satisfaction that you get that 
we are still able to do what we're doing in spite of what we don't have. Do you guys think about it that way at all? Uh, uh, sometimes you do, but like I think when you get you know the puck drops when you're on the ice practicing and playing games, we know what we have. This is our roster, and Rod's done a good job of. You know, when we lose a guy, it's always tough. Like when we lose Patch or we lose Spetch, we lose Turbo. The initial, the initial reaction, maybe the next game, it's a little let down. But then does a good job of keeping our focus on the guys that are playing. You know, like no one's gonna feel bad for us. No one's gonna, you know, you don't use excuses. This is part of hockey. Every team's gonna have injuries, and it hurts when you lose. You know, three of your top left wingers or left-handed forwards. Right. But at the same time, he's done a good job of kind of like, you know, building a culture, building a, a, a style play or a style of game that we want to play so you know if we do have injuries we don't have to change much we can plug a guy in and if everyone kind of plays the same way we follow the lead of you know our captain or we follow the lead of Ajo and it just kind of trickles down from there and I think like you said because no one no one feels bad for no one can feel bad for us and no one uses the excuse we just keep playing keep playing and um, we don't have time to think about like you know if we had this or if we had that because yeah if we had those guys we have more scoring but maybe then all of a sudden you know other things don't happen. So we got to just enjoy the kind of situation we're in, have fun with it, and realize, you know, you, you can't take it for granted because you never know what could happen and you never know what year, you know, could be your year to win. And you mm-hmm. never want to use excuses. So I think when you're in the playoffs, when you have a fighting chance, you know you have a good team, you have an opportunity to win every game. And I think we know we have a good team, and no matter who we play against, it's going to be tough. But we're confident in our group that, you know, we can beat anybody. Well, enjoy the first two periods tonight. <laughs> uh, and then the third period, and who knows how much more tomorrow. I appreciate your time, Paul. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. You got it, Paul Stasny. I, honestly, no chance I I expected that to happen. No no chance I expected. But I'll watch the first two periods, and right. I'll go to bed. Like, what? <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> no. If it's, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to bed till it's over. Yeah. I'm, I am a little upset. It's an 8 o'clock start. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org slash nc.